What's up, everybody? Welcome to Look Who's Talking Mount. I am your host, Chris Mowry, and joining me today is Stacy Hilt of the Casket Lottery. How you doing, brother? Hey, man. How's it going, dude? It is going great. We're going to chat a little bit about all the stuff that's going on with Casket Lottery lately and uh, dive into our mutual love of video games and, and hit some news points and all this kind of stuff. But um, So you and Casket Lottery fellas are back and touring again. How long were you guys like basically separated from each other for a little bit? Just about five years. We uh, we put out the last record, Real Fear, in 2012, and then we started the whole process of touring again. You know, sometime in 2017, because we were approached by uh, Run for Cover Records. Yes. To repress the first three LPs on vinyl in a special box set, and that's pretty much what the whole got the whole ball rolling for this to happen again. Um, you know, a lot of things happened. We were going to try to do it a lot earlier than we did. Because the talk started, like I said, a year ago, yeah. and uh, basically our original drummer, uh, Nathan Richardson Jr., um, family and work and everything else didn't allow him to do it, and that's when we got Jason Trebu to to fill in. Love Jason. Yeah. Been seeing him a lot lately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, uh, you guys did an East and West Coast run uh, a couple of months ago or a few yeah, months March. ago? March. Yeah, we, we went out for almost all of March. We came, uh, went out for about a week-ish, week-ish on the East Coast, came home for a week, went back out on the West Coast, and then... We're home until June. Sweet. And then immediately going back out then in June with the Get Up the Kids. The Get Up Kids, which yeah. Which would be a, a real 20 fun years one. in the making is what Jesus. that is. I think we played a handful of shows with those dudes over the years and everything like that. And uh, I first met those guys in a Coalesce show of all things. They, they opened for us in a house show <laughs> uh, over in, in Kansas City, Missouri. And uh, yeah, the first time I saw them. That's awesome. How many how many dates do you... It's, it looks like it's a pretty big one. You guys are going to be gone it's for most 16, of the month. It's 16 days, I think, but I think we got 14 shows in the 16 days and three days off, I think. So we're going to get to spend a little time in the Redwood Forest again. We haven't done yes. that since uh, probably 99, I think. Our One of our second West Coast tours we went out, we actually got to the Redwood Forest, so... We're looking forward to getting back to there again. And what's the, what's the tours like now that everybody's sort of... Um, kids and all that kind of stuff is it uh it's a lot of facetime yep <laughs> yeah a lot of facetime and google duo or whatever and you know most of us setting on our phones it used to be hard because we have to interact with one another and fight over cd time and everything like that but nowadays it's just, it's just stream movies all day long and let the other guys drive i mean that's pretty much my last tour is <laughs> caught up on my netflix yeah there you go um you've been watching anything good on netflix um, I watched Ash vs. Evil Dead, the first two seasons that were on there. Cool. Um, How was that? I didn't get to watch it on Stars. I thought it was fantastic. Cool. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer that it's it's done. Yeah, I, yeah, I saw that they. Uh, yeah, and and Ash has no or not Ash. He's probably, Bruce Campbell has no interest in reprising Ash again. He said that Ash is dead. He's dead. As far dead. as his iteration of Ash. Yeah. So. Well, because they well they left it open in that the the remake of Evil Dead to have more of those movies. They just haven't really. Yeah. And I, I really enjoyed the remake. I thought it was a great spin on it. It was uh, way more graphic and gross and scary than yes, it was. the original. Yes. Not as funny yeah, it, at all. It definitely came from the Saw crowd of horror movies where it's just all blood and gore. and yeah. Well, I, it, the director was either Spanish or French yeah. or something yeah, like yeah. that. So it's, you know, he, their, their brand of horror is a little bit different yes, than yes, what is, we're, yeah. we're used to. But, um, and then uh, after that tour, you guys come back uh, and do a show at Record Bar that I booked uh, July 7th with uh, Giants Chair and Luna, And it's your 20th anniversary, which I couldn't actually believe that yeah, was a real yeah. Our first thing. show was actually July 4th, 98, and the house show in Lawrence, Kansas was our first show. So, yeah, 20 years. That's you know. wild. Like, when I was thinking about that today, I was like, is it, that's... I guess it has been that long. And, uh, of course, all proceeds for that will go to Steps of Faith Foundation, 
uh, Billy Brimblecombe uh, doing great uh, work with that organization. Yeah, we were, we're really excited to work with them, yeah. Yeah, and Thunder Gong uh, seemed to be a big success with Sudeikis and all that, so uh, it'll be really fun to get to work with them yeah, on this show. Yeah, it's going to be cool, yeah. Um, any new music coming from you guys, or are you not allowed to talk about well, we're, that? Well, we're, we're, we're being inspired at the moment. We haven't really written anything, because you know, with, the, with the Get Up Kids tour... Um, we did the whole last tour as a five-piece, but due to scheduling conflicts and life happening, right. we're going out on the Get Up Kids tour as a three-piece again. So we're basically refiguring our entire set list around a three-piece as opposed to a full five-piece set. So, Yeah, that's, uh, that's a little bit of work. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's, it, we started out as a three-piece, so it's not too hard to go back to that, but we've gotten used to the reworked songs as a five-piece, so we're trying to strip them all back down again. Yeah, what would you uh, what would you say is your favorite part about uh, getting back together with these guys and, and playing shows? The ease of touring this time. It's easier now. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I mean, I, I, it's hard to be away from my family, but it's easier to tour because we know what to expect. You know, when right. we, you know, we had high expectations and you know low outcome that when we used to go out. Now we just kind of know what to expect, and it's just been the funnest tours I've ever been on. That's awesome. That's yeah. a, that's. Uh, that's good. I need to make sure I get a shirt on July 7th. I need to get one of those tees. Um, and you were also about to get your own podcast rolling soon. Uh, it's called Instant Heroes Cast. Uh, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, that's one of those overnight things that's been going on for almost two years now. <laughs> yeah, we've been getting the bits and pieces of it together. Uh, I had been involved with a couple gaming sites and stuff like that and gaming you know, pages on Facebook that... I don't know, they kind of got negative and toxic, so I kind of mm-hmm. moved away from there, and that's when I started the Instant Heroes podcast. And um, it's basically just a no-stress, no-drama, you know, entertainment and sports. Not really sports, but, you know, I, I have touched a little bit on there, but mostly yeah. only video games and uh, entertainment. So Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm leaning a little heavy on sports in a couple of my episodes so far. Those, yeah. I've noticed that... Maybe I got to switch up how I'm doing it a little bit because they're the ones that aren't getting listened to as much. So maybe I got to yeah. figure out a way to, you know, well, make, what, it, what make the it sports work the, the sports side of things is more like the licensing stuff that happens mm. with oh, EAs yeah. and some of the publishers and stuff like that, to where yeah. uh, you know you can't use likenesses on college football and such anymore because of you can't pay them. Mm. And so yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's about as much as I touch on it because I'm not a sports guy at all. Not a sportsman. No. Sportsman. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm not a sportsman at all. Um, not since Tecmo Bowl back on the NES. That's about the last time I was a sportsman. I think that counts. Yeah, and pro wrestling maybe is that what it was oh, called yeah, the original yeah, NES? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think that I think yeah. pro wrestling counts. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're so now we're that we're uh, we're already here we're on the subject of nerdy things. We can uh, dive into these video games. Uh, a couple of news things I, I want to hit. Um, Larian Studios announced today that Divinity Original Sin Two originally a PC release. Uh, uh, is going to be coming to PS4 and Xbox One in August. Um, this is like one of the favorite things I played this past year. Is very like Baldur's Gate like. Yeah. So is it based on the original Divinity? Because I I, yes. I played a little bit on PC in the original Divinity. So is this a yes. remake of the original Divinity? No. So um, from what I understand, is it's sort of the Divinity Original Sin series is a prequel to all of those oh, other okay. ones. Okay. Um, I didn't play the first, I have the first one, but still have like barely touched it uh, yeah. cause it's just, it's a time sink. So, um, but I did play as soon as I got to, I was like, I was in there and couldn't stop playing. Um, it's sort of like a, um, 
uh, Baldur's Gate type situation. So it's uh, isometric. Isometric. Yeah. You have a party. Uh, you have to get people to join your party. You have to basically coax them into that. So uh, it's like an isometric Mass Effect? Yes. Very much so. Yeah. Very, very much that way. Like, At um, least Mass Effect 2 to where you actually had to work towards a goal. and you know, Like if you talk to one of these party members wrong, they could yeah. care less and, about you. And, and that's the same way it was. You know, Everyone wanted the goal of having everyone like you in Mass Effect, but you yep. can never get everyone to like you in Mass Effect. There's this, I remember there's this one, she's uh, some tor- sort of like assassin, mm-hmm. um, and I had, I had to like reload like four times because if you say something wrong to her, she just kills you. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, well, fuck. Okay. Uh, it's very, it's a difficult game for sure. Um, if uh, you don't finish certain party members' quests or do things that, or if you do things that they don't like, they can just leave your party and you lose everything that you've equipped them with and all that throughout the game. And that's, Mass Effect did the same thing. Yeah. I, when I played the first Mass Effect, I didn't realize your character, like the NPCs in your party could permanently die. So when, oh, I, yeah. when I lost uh, the Krogan, the first time on the beach, I was like, what the hell? And I kept going back, and I couldn't get him to come back again. I was, I was like, why can't I save this guy? I didn't realize I didn't take eight quest steps before that one to get him not to die later on the beach. Right, yeah. So. And um, you could do really weird things in this where, um, say, you're like getting a quest from somebody, uh, and he's being an asshole to you. And you're like, well, fuck this guy. Kill him. Then that whole quest is gone. Like, <laughs> So it could be a big quest. Like, yeah. It could be like yeah. something pretty important to the main story. And then that part's just gone, and then you got to go. And it's not until you find out the Reddit get. post later that you just messed you up. You fucked up, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's uh, it's pretty intense. I restarted twice, where I was like, "Oh, I did this wrong. My character build's weird, uh, <laughs> and this isn't gonna work." <laughs> um, so I had to restart a couple times, but I ended up uh, getting all the way through. It's really great. So I'm probably gonna play it again now that it's on um, uh, consoles. consoles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if there's a Steam sale or something like that on it, I would definitely pick it up. Or if you're a console gamer, I would, uh, you know, pre-order this one if Isometric. Um, yeah, I've always been interested. I'm a huge Diablo fan and, and Baldur's Gate fan, so it's so much fun. Like, and the writing's really great. It's all voice acted, so it's not um, the older ones. You had to like read everything, or it would say the first line out of the thing, and then you had to read the rest. Yeah, yeah. this one is yeah. fully voice acted. Um, they're just they are. They're doing some really cool stuff there, and um, most most outlets gave it nines and tens. So I'm not, you know, the only one that's like this game's awesome. Awesome, so, yeah, yeah, definitely check that out. Um, also, Walmart Canada decided to leak a bunch of unannounced games ahead of E3, um, and I didn't think any of this was really real because there was a bunch of like misspellings and sort of weird, yeah, yeah. and a weird placeholder that. art that they had up on their page. Which yeah, there's a lot of weird placeholder things, and just it was. Some of it was odd, like it was Forza Horizons 5, yeah. which is not Forza Horizon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Just weird things like that, so you would thought, like, this is kind of fishy. Uh, but one of those uh, things that came out was Rage 2. Yes. Um, and then in, as soon as it did get leaked, um, Bethesda and the Rage account and a bunch, bunch of things, they all, like, retweeted and were like, nope, it's the wrong font, this is not the... Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're trying to play along with it too, and then finally Pete Hines came out and said, and "This is why we can't have nice things." Right. <laughs> when when they finally like they were now we got to reveal it. I don't think they were yeah. planning on revealing it as early as they did like no, this was, week. Yeah, it was probably going to be an E three showstopper. Yeah. That, I mean, yeah. it, um, may, it may not have been big, but it was uh, an interesting game towards the end of a console generation that I think would have had a bigger impact this time. And I remember the first uh, Rage. I think it was one of those things where I was at a GameStop and I. I was like, oh, well, it's cheap. 
I'll just grab it and try it out and mm-hmm. see if it's any good. Played it and I was like, oh, John Goodman's in this. Yeah, He's like yeah. one of the shopkeepers or something. Uh, but overall, I just kind of didn't, it didn't grab me or anything. So I just kind of moved on from it. Uh, the trailer that they released for this was, had a very heavy Borderlands vibes. And which yeah. I didn't know. You told me that uh, Gearbox, some of the Gearbox guys left and that's, they were Yeah, the early rage that. stuff. I, I don't know if, because Avalanche, the guys that did the last, the Mad Max game are the ones oh. that are in charge of this one now. Well, so, that's a little in, that's yeah. a little more interesting to me. I, I enjoy that Mad Max, and, and I kind of wonder if the guys that left Borderlands have had some kind of input into this new one because it definitely has the, the feel. I mean, it's all Technicolor, neons, and and extreme violence and and, and goofy yeah, characters yeah. and stuff. Uh, they uh, it's also id Software. They've been doing a lot of really good stuff um, uh, this these past few years. Uh, one of my favorite games last year from Bethesda was Wolfenstein Two. Oh yeah. So um, if it's half as good as that, I'll be stoked. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or or uh, open world first person shooter from it. I mean, it could fully be. immersive. Yeah, it? it could be cool. Uh, they're going to show gameplay tomorrow, so yeah. by the time this releases, we'll already know what that looks well, like. Well, yeah. 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 Um, but if it's sort of like a even a prey, uh, I enjoyed Pl- prey a lot. Uh, I know that was. Uh, I think that's. That's Bethesda. Yeah, that's Bethesda. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if it's, if it's, they've been doing a lot of good work over there lately, so um, this could be good. Yeah. Um, and it's, in, I, this was kind of the last thing I thought they'd be like, let's do yeah. Rage 2. I thought I maybe Prey seemed to sell pretty well. Maybe they would try to jump on that again, or um, I guess it'd be too early to do another Dishonored that quick, but. Um, yeah, I think Dishonored may be in a holding pattern at the moment because the first one didn't do very well, but, you know, they, really kind of believed in the, the IP and they yeah. put a second one out and I don't think it even did as good as the first. Yeah, and it's it's critically people seem to love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I played the, uh, I got that definitive edition of it uh, for super cheap and I played mm-hmm. that a little bit and I was like, wow, this is fine. I'm just not super immersed in the world and yeah. I couldn't, it didn't yeah. quite grab me. I thought it was going to, it just never quite did it for me. But um, also on this list of leaks, uh, Splinter Cell, which had already been leaked I yeah. believe so. Yeah. Um, uh, that's, I mean, it's about time. I'm ready for some more. Michael Ironside, you think you're gonna get Ironside back? I mean, he just did it for the um, uh, what, what was that? What's that? Uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Oh, really? Yeah, they had a oh, special they had like event. Oh, Sam Fisher. Yeah, hmm. and he was in it. He was he was him. They also did a really cool Predator Predator thing. thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I almost bought Wildlands for just a Predator just for week. Predator week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that would have been cool. Um, I was always a fan of um. I think it was Splinter Cell, Pandora Tomorrow on the original Xbox yep. had the mercenaries versus spies. Yeah, did you ever see the videos that ever came out of the guys that were doing machinima stuff to that? And they were, it was all comedy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I do remember those yeah. now. Uh, but we do the, like the LAN parties where you're plugging the two old Xboxes mm-hmm. together to, yep. to play. Um, always had a good time with that. So a, a new iteration of that I think would be actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, just Cause 4 was another one of the unreleased or unannounced ones. A game just called Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Not but, I mean, sure. that's, that's a given, though. They release one a year, you know, and then because they got the multiple studios that work on it. So right. it's never an off year, really. Yeah. So. Um, something called Destiny Comet, which uh, was the code name for Taken King originally. Yeah. So yeah. then maybe I think you're that, was a, that was the original name for their entire DLC rollout. Rollout. Yeah. yeah. So, so maybe they, this is like the big one of 
September is this what they're one, saying. Yeah. They said don't plan on the war mind being the one that's going to turn you around. It's going to be the September update that really does it. Yeah, and and hopefully that's the case because uh, Destiny is always good uh, to play for three or four months and then yeah, yeah. it's like you're playing nothing but that and then kind of fall off of it. And well, these two pieces of content out. were made so far in advance that there's no way they can kind of change direction on these ones with uh, Curse of Osiris and Warmind. Yeah. Because, I mean, when you download them, they're 38 megabytes. That's how, that's how fast it is to update the actual game because wow. that's all it is to activate that part of the game. So... Yeah, that's not that's not a that's not a ton. No, because um, it's in the game already. So yeah, they're just, <laughs> they're just yeah. getting it. Yeah, opening it up for you. Yep. Um, I hope they do something with that because, um, from what I understand about the Destiny community right now, they're all very unhappy. Yeah, it's very toxic, man. There's this. Yeah, and I, I played the first game from alpha on the Xbox to beta on the PlayStation, and then played for the first three years, and. You know, bought this one, no questions asked for the the season pass of everything, the hundred and twenty nine dollar one or whatever it was, yep. and no questions asked, man. Yeah, um, it's it's I if they do a Destiny three, I don't think I'm gonna purchase it, just no, just be because um, they've gotten me twice now where it's oh man, I'm playing this nonstop and then I run out of things to do, and I'm like oh, what uh, what do I now what? Now I gotta wait and then pay another forty, fifty, sixty dollars for the next huge. You gotta be in it for the grind. Yeah, and and I am. I mean, I'm one of the yeah. guys that just sat there for four or five hours a night, just you know, just playing nonstop. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just did my first um big purchase of like it. I got the gold edition of Far Cry Five. Oh yeah. Uh, because it also came with uh, Far Cry Three. Oh really? So yeah, I gave you like a it's and that's supposed to be dropping in June. Um, and it'll give you the, you know, co- it's called classic edition and it'll mm-hmm. be all, you know, up and, and all that kind of stuff, which I enjoy that game a lot. So yeah. I, I thought going back to it that, would be that's, fun. That's the hardcore one, isn't it? That's or, no, no, no. That was two. That two. was two. That was like the uber hardcore one where you had to, you know, maintain your weapons and constantly drink water. Otherwise the desert would kill you. And yep. Cause you had malaria. Yeah. 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 Uh, and that, that game, uh, actually far cry two had like one of some of my favorite multiplayer I've ever played because of the custom made maps. Um, and I remember playing in like Jurassic park that somebody had just built. That's and it looks like yeah. Jurassic yeah. park. Um, and there was one that I also loved was the, uh, you played in the iron giants, um, uh, uh, scrapyard. And oh, the really? Iron Giant was yeah. in the middle of it. That's crazy. And I was like, this is so cool. Like, this is so much fun. Uh, and unfortunately, Far Cry 5's multiplayer is not that good. They try to do that. You know, they try to do that thing. It's called Far Cry Arcade. Um, it looks promising. It just seems like it's a little buggy. Mm-hmm. A lot of weird stuff going on in there. But, but Ubisoft's DLC has been pretty awesome lately, too, especially the stuff that's coming for Far Cry. That was a Vietnam and, yep. like and a Mars Attacks-inspired one. Yes, and, and there's a... Uh, man, there's another one, and I can't remember what it is, but they, they'll... Uh, and that's made by the people that did Blood Dragon. So yeah. hopefully yeah. that's just as awesome is as Michael that. Bain coming back? I don't know. Maybe. That would be cool. Get a little, <laughs> get a little Kyle Reese action going on? Yeah, exactly. Uh, that'd be really cool, because I, you know, I get all that stuff since I bought the... Stupid edition, um, but uh, you want to talk a little bit about like games as a service and um, sort of what our takes are on that. Uh, how do you feel? Ab- we'll start here. How do you feel about this uh, Fortnite situation? You know, I I've never 
played Fortnite. I downloaded it on my iPad, and I have it downloaded on my Xbox at home, and I haven't touched haven't it. Haven't touched it? No. No, I see all the parents up in arms saying it's, you know, ruining their children, and everyone's trying to get involved with the whole thing now because barely, apparently it's the most popular thing on the planet at the moment. It is, yeah. It. Um, so for a while there, I was I got pretty deep into it. I was like, there was it was just kind of in between other games. The game is free, so that helps. Mm-hmm. Um I also don't didn't have like a I have a laptop, but it's not going to be able to run you know uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds or anything yeah, like yeah. that. And this is a little bit different. Uh, it's a little bit more forgiving, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, and a little bit more acceptable for uh, a pretty wide audience. Um, very colorful and fun. Yeah. Uh, they just had that recent Thanos thing. Yeah, where yeah, I saw that. It's like there was a jo- Josh Brolin did a video on that where he was reacting to Thanos in, in that game. Fortnite. So apparently yeah. the way that happened is um, the directors of that movie, of Infinity the War. The Russo brothers? Yeah. yeah, Russo brothers reached out to Fortnite and were like, we play Fortnite all the time. Let's try to figure out a way to collaborate here. Which kind of opens up a door to this thing getting kind of weird. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I, I'm, I'm somebody that actually spent money on Fortnite. Like, I decided to... Because um, we have the Founders packs, right? Like, you can get the free version, then you get the Founders, and then... So, basically, what you're doing is you're buying the season. Okay. Uh, so, you'll pay for a season. It's, like, nine ninety nine, And then it, that gives you um, V-Bucks. It's, like, their, their currency or whatever. Um, but what that does is that unlocks these challenges and all these special things you can do to acquire more V-Bucks to then... If you play, you know, throughout that season, then you'll have enough V bucks for the next season. You won't have to spend any more money on it. So you spend the ten bucks and you start unlocking things like uh, different clothing, different outfits, hmm. um, that kind of thing. You know, nothing that affects gameplay really. Just kind of cool, like so. Uh, kind of sounds like they're doing the uh, the kind of loot boxes and that type of thing, right? Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's uh, and as a as a service, if you think about it, if you're if you spend the $10 and then just keep playing the game constantly to mm-hmm. keep acquiring the V-Bucks, you don't have to spend any more money on it ever again. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, but I'm sure there's kids out there that are spending buttons oh, of sure their parents' money. Oh, I'm sure they got their parents', yeah. their parents' credit card on their iPad and they're just running that thing up. Beep, beep, beep. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. The, and the crazy thing is it's running on I- iPads, and it looks yeah. pretty much the, the same. same yeah. yeah, yeah. The lighting's the only thing that's different, so and that's, so weird. That stuff's wild. Um Another game is a service, uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah. Doing yeah. very, very well. Well, and that's one of those two that everyone wrote off when it initially came oh, yeah, out. Yeah. It was just basically, like they said, it was like the worst Rainbow Six game ever made. There wasn't it. anything to do. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you had the six guys. I think it was only six characters at first. Yeah. And then that was... Was it 3v3 then? Is it like... Well, I guess I guess there was there was, it had to be more than that because it was... Or is it 6v6 or 5v5 six six, or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, but there wasn't a ton of content at the beginning. Yeah. So, but I've since Ubisoft has done this, they've done this now with For Honor as well. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to think this is kind of where they're leaning to more, and it seems like they're doing it a pretty, pretty decent job of it to where they're creating viable communities for these games. It makes me wonder what they're going to be doing for the Division Two if it's going to be something kind of I mean, similar. It, it makes sense. I mean, yeah. why wouldn't you use that model to stretch something out? I mean, you can have a studio working on a core game for a while and then have another studio just keep this game going for two or three years. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, lot, lot, a lot less money in the, the, the R&D if you just keep the one game going on the same engine while you're working on something else. Right. And they, um, they, I think they said they're going to be working on Rainbow Six till like 2020. 
which is just that's, that's I mean, wild. It, you got to figure by then next gen is going to be here. Yep. Yeah. And then it'll probably be up res to yeah. that and, yeah. you know, keep, keep rolling yeah, that gonna way. there's going to be the generational gap. Like, there, there has been this last couple with uh, The Last of Us being the last PS3 first-party title, really, and then making the generational gap to the PS4. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll see a lot of that. Yeah, and uh, they, I don't see games as a service as much in uh, the first-person Ubisoft games as, like, the Far Cry. I'm not really seeing that there. Um, they're trying to do that with Arcade, but it... it it's not really like you're not paying any. I don't think the framework is, is there it's on something like that. It's, it's, it's a little two story based. Yeah. And Assassin's Creed, same way. Mm-hmm. Um, I am interested to see if they interject some of that into Beyond Good and Evil 2, which yeah. I know is a very long ways off, even though they um, that's a, another part of that leak. It was yeah, one of yeah. those games listed in there as in. You're going to be able to start pre-ordering it. I think it's still probably way too soon yeah, for that yeah. game. That Michael game. Ansel takes his time, man. He's he's in no big hurry. Well, yeah, he announced that wild game, and we haven't seen it for. He announced. Four years. I think he announced Beyond Good and Evil two in 2012. I think. Yeah, at and then E3, it, it was a leak, and then went in, silent. Yeah, and now it's now that's the one where I'm like, this seems like the. This seems like the one where it's like the mind blowing, like yeah. Sort of like how No Man's Sky was supposed to be, yeah. where you're like, oh, this is... I, I can think just, it still could be. I can just taking off and... Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, and that's, that's another... The next, yeah. yeah I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty July. Hard. Yeah. So that's coming Right up. around the corner. Um, that could be interesting if they actually try to save that thing. And it's launching on PC and, and Xbox as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah. And then I guess it'll just... As it's launching on Xbox, it'll be next and not... That yeah. old game, yeah, so. and they're they're basically saying they're not considering a DLC thing for the PlayStation either. This is a complete relaunch of the game for that company. Well, Hello Games and Five Hundred Five. They needed to, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> man, that uh, they kind of botched, yeah, botched that whole thing. And I think that's, a, I mean, I think uh, Sony trying to kind of pass the blame on to uh, Hello Games on that one, saying it's their fault because they're an indie studio and they overpromise. And it's like, dude, you guys were the ones that were hyping you that were thing. You were helping, yeah. Like PlayStation didn't help at yeah, all. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure Sean Martin wasn't sitting there saying, "I want this to be the most hyped game on PlayStation." I mean, yeah. Um, seems like we've gotten away from that a bit. Like I haven't seen something super overhyped. Uh, where it's like, oh, this isn't going to live up to it. Um, no. I just finished God of War, which was phenomenal. It looks stellar. It is incredible, man. It, it looks is, stellar. It is so good. Um, it's one of those ones where if that if that thing goes on sale, even if it's not on sale, go buy it. It's, yeah. it's basically PlayStation's version of Zelda and like The Witcher mixed together. Have you seen the memes on that one too? Where oh, they, they, yeah. they were saying like what God of War would look like on the Xbox. And it's just a black screen. Black screen. <laughs> well, and yeah, and that's the thing. Um, I also want to kind of get into here is um, Xbox, as far as um, the the hardware that it is, the especially the the One X um, and uh, some of the services it provides. Oh it's, yeah, it would beat PlayStation. Oh, yeah, hands down. Um, and I don't know, does Xbox have like a PlayStation View type thing? Because I use PlayStation View and I actually enjoy it. I'm only paying 40 bucks it's a month. It's just got the Game Pass, which is uh, $9.99 a month, and it's like 150, 200 games or something like that. But they don't they don't have their own TV service or anything no, yet. No, no, they okay. don't. Uh, I use that on PlayStation. I, it, it works for me. Um, that fell by the wayside, though, because, you know, when they originally launched, they did have that full integrated TV service where the yeah. actual, you had the DVR built in and everything, and... Um, that, that harkens back to the web TV days. Yep. 
because uh, when Xbox was first in its gestation period, you had Seamus Blackley and those guys over here trying to launch Xbox. And then you had the web TV guys that wanted to re- release a web TV that had a Intel chip on it that could play video games that were like small 500 megabyte bite-sized games. But Seamus and all them wanted it to be a home PC. Oh, yeah. And um, the, uh, the, the, the thing I'm getting at here is... I look at, so God of War just came out. Mm-hmm. Detroit Become Human is on the way out. Is, yeah. is about to come out. Um, then you have Spider-Man in September. What's, what's um, Xbox doing? Well, they're, 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 they're claiming we're going to have the biggest E3 well, ever they, for Microsoft so, in, in June. Yeah, so what I'm assuming is that's Gears of War 5 was on that uh, list of leaks. I don't think Gears of War 5 is coming, man. You don't think so? I don't think so. Halo? I don't think that. I don't think they're ready. Three four three has pretty much been taking a dump on that franchise for sure. Well, they got to do some sort of something. I mean, they promised that they are. There's a, there's a lot of talks that they have been in the process of working with second party studios to make first party, you know, exclusive franchises, kind of like Sony has done in the past with uh, some of their studios and stuff like that, where they're not really first party games, but because they're so ingrained in that audience that everyone just assumes they're first party games, right? So um, I don't know. We got Crackdown. That's pretty much. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I forgot that they announced that a while ago. And, and since you know uh, Terry Crews is now the face and voice of that, that's I think that's why they had to go back and rework because now he's the main character in that game now. That that helps. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, I just I just need to. Oh, I guess they have Ori, uh, but that's never that's never like a huge hit. It's a hit critically and and does well it's in the indie but markets. But I don't I don't consider arcade chunk-sized titles, anything that would really sell an entire console. No. No. Uh, and I don't even think Gears of War, Halo has the power to do that anymore either. But they don't want to stop either of those franchises. It's a their meal ticket. They're going to... Uh, so, so what do you think they're going to do here? Is they going to do some new IP probably then? It's going to have to be a new IP. I know that there's rumors that Fable is going to be either right. a sequel or a complete reimagining right now but you know you know uh, that's still rare is not going to do it right and that's still early on because they just like yeah. that all they closed that studio opened another one mm-hmm. did a, so that's going to be still pretty early I mean, on sea of thieves is another example too you know where they kind of overhyped that game and then when it came out there was nothing to do well people are still playing it somehow i uh, play it i mean it's yeah. fun it really yeah. is fun just to get on the ocean and go to these little islands that are plotted out in you know the middle of nowhere and dig up treasure it is kind of fun but it's uh that that i think it will be something that as it as you know time passes yeah. on yeah. it will become really something oh, cool trust but. me minecraft wasn't something that was exciting to play at first it took no, a yeah. lot of iteration to get it where it's at yeah um uh, have you been playing anything lately? What have you uh, What have you been getting into? Um, Warframe, actually. Oh, Warframe. Yeah, yeah. I, I picked Speaking up Warframe. Of games as, yeah, games as a service. right after the Taken King, man. I picked up Warframe and pretty much played it for about five months straight in between. Uh, and then, yeah, now I'm on Xbox. I started all the way over again on Xbox again. So, so I pretty much have migrated over to xbox solely at the moment i've uh, so. i've dabbled a little bit into uh warframe a little bit um and then something else comes out and then it, yeah. it takes me away from it and well how then, recently have you played like i think it was right after they did the that open world the planes of eidolon bit yeah, yeah i think it was yeah. like right after that and i thought i was going to be basically immediately jumping into an open world which i was not no no um, there's, there's a lot of 
instances to, to get, get to to get there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so I was like stoked to do that to get into that open world and check that out. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I was still trying to work through all the instances and mm-hmm. just kind of fell off of it. Started playing a bunch of other things. I think it was around holidays actually. So then I get you know a PlayStation card for Christmas and then yeah. I'm buying like eight games because they're all on sale. And that's the worst thing about that game, too, <laughs> is that there's no hand-holding to the point that it deters a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of my clanmates on Destiny jumped over there, too, and they just they can't get into it because they don't understand the mod system. They don't understand all the intricacies of those systems, and they don't want me to explain to them for three hours how. Right, and that was something I had a problem with uh, on Near Automata as well. I was really excited to play the game. Uh, it went on sale, uh, picked it up, beat like the first boss and everything, and then now I'm like, where, where, where do I go? What do I do? And they do, some, no weird, they do some weird stuff on there, too. They yeah. do <laughs> the side-strolling shooter sections and stuff like that. Yeah, and that stuff's really fun. I really like arcade games. So um, when you're playing this like seemingly like action RPG mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it turns into a, a twin-stick shooter. It's, That's another rumor coming to Xbox, too. Oh, that near yeah, will yeah, be... they're going to get a director's cut of that that's going to release on Xbox with uh, Xbox One X enhanced support for it that would be cool that would yeah. be uh that'd be good uh they need more of those kind of games over there because that one uh that was that dragon game they uh, uh it was a platinum scale game Scalebound. yes and then they canceled that yeah and that was uh hideki kamea the guy that did uh double may cry yeah that was his first rpg and they just totally dumped on that thing yeah well that's another rumor is that uh devil may cry might be coming um and there's a weird rumor that it might be an xbox exclusive which is weird because it was a Sony exclusive, exactly. the first gen. Yeah. So uh, one of the best action, stylish action games ever. I mean, still to this day, it's probably one of my favorite games. Yeah, it's really fun. Uh, and they just released an HD collection of that not too too long ago. I don't think. call it an HD collection. Everything about it is int- not. Is not. No. <laughs> all, all the menus and all that stuff is still 480p, and it's just oh. an up-res version of the PS3 version. Is all it is. They've done no work. That sucks. And Capcom is capitalizing on the, the remakes and remasters and not doing any work. Not doing any any. Uh, that's another rumor. To it. Resident Evil 2. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because that was uh, that's announced quite a long that's time That's got to be a PlayStation exclusive, man, because that's what they were known for was being a PlayStation launch title. Well, did they, did they when they did the remaster of the first one, did they put that on an Xbox as well? The I first remaster did. was on GameCube first. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, then when they Shit. did the re-remaster again back in uh, 2014, 2015, I think yeah. it was on all consoles. Yeah, I thought so too. And they, um, what was the, uh, uh, I think they, I think I got that because it was a PlayStation Plus yeah. free game. Yeah. And I was like, yep, picking it up. Yeah, it was either free or sev- heavily discounted. Yeah. Oh, so. speaking of that, uh, if uh, anybody owns a PlayStation uh, that's listening to this, uh, by the time this comes out, you'll have like a week uh, to get Beyond Two Souls and Rayman Legends, which you should do. And just, if there's a free game, download it. Yeah, and you don't even have to download it. You just queue just, it in your library and exactly. it's there. And you can download it at a later so, date. Because uh, yeah. I, I totally forgot about that, uh, Two Souls. I totally forgot that that was on there right now. Yeah, and it's uh, the HD collection actually, or the HD remaster, whatever mm-hmm. it is for that. Um, allows you to play it chronologically oh, yeah, instead yeah. of having it jump all around like it did uh, when you originally yeah, played yeah. it on PlayStation 3, which made that game kind of weird. We went Quentin Tarantino style, did it, where it just yeah, and you t- couldn't tell all over the place. Yeah, and Ellen Page is um, 
she looks the same at all points in her life. So mm-hmm. it's really hard to tell what the hell's going yeah. on. What time frame is this? Where is this her in the timeline? so line? huge. She's yeah. only four. Exactly. What is happening here? Yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of um, uh, his games. So I'm hoping David that... David Cage? Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. hoping that uh, uh, Detroit is good. I haven't played the demo yet. Uh, it's sitting in my downloaded area. I just haven't touched it yet. I was trying to get through God of War. So is their thing first. now going to be they're going to have one real world star to play a character now? Because, you know, they had Ellen Page and now they got the, uh, what's his name? Um, Jesse Williams. Jesse Williams from Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. So is that going to be their new well, MO? See, and that other, well, in Beyond Two Souls, William Defoe is also. I forgot William Defoe's in that. Yeah. yeah. So that was a, the kind of a twofer on that one. Um, and I, I don't remember in the other in Heavy Rain there wasn't any big actor. I don't think there's any known actors. And I think the I think the female lead was based on somebody, mm. but I don't think she was anyone that we would know in America. Right. And then there was uh, an Indigo Prophecy was my start into all those uh, games. It's like one of my favorite. Was it called? Wasn't it called Fahrenheit? Fahrenheit also. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, I remember. Going to Blockbuster, mm-hmm. so this will show how old this, how <laughs> long ago this happened, uh, and renting. Uh, me and me and my uh, high school buddy, we were we were like, we're gonna rent something scary. We rented Fatal Frame Two, played it for like two minutes, decided that that was a terrible decision and it was gonna give us nightmares. Took it back. Oh, this gift, this doesn't work because that was the way to yeah, yeah. get around to that. get around it. Yeah. yeah. And then so uh, and then the next game we picked up was Indigo Prophecy. We put it in and we did not stop playing it until we beat it at six o'clock in the morning. That's crazy. And it was like it was just like a weird. You're basically playing a movie, and it was like super interesting because at that time there really wasn't that much that was like that. It was yeah, yeah. a lot of quick time events and stuff. Um, I just I remember having a blast with that game. I'm pretty sure it probably hasn't aged well. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I it's uh it's one of those ones I'll. Did I'll, you ever play Omicron? No, sure. that was the one before that, right? Yeah, yeah, that was on the Dreamcast. I did not. And starred David Bowie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, the Nomad Soul oh is what it was called. Omicron, the Nomad Soul. I totally forgot that Bowie was in that. Yeah, and Fahrenheit was actually supposed to be on Dreamcast as well because there was early footage of it running on Dreamcast hardware. Yeah, that's man. Uh, Dreamcast was a little bit ahead of its time. It was way ahead of its time, man. There's, there wouldn't be an Xbox without it. Right. There and wouldn't it, be a PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 3 without it. Right. You know? And you think about um, it really did something for uh, 2K. That's oh, yeah. when they re- realized, oh, we're really good at making sports games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then Still the most realistic sports games at the time that we'd ever seen. I mean, they were as lifelike on screen as you could get. I mean, normally we're tech mobile where they're yeah. half inch on our CRTs back in the day. And then you have these full life-size human beings on your screen. So oh, I remember playing like, um, on Sega Genesis, uh, playing Joe Montana yep. football because he was in a chief's uniform. And I'm like, that's, that's <laughs> our guy. That's your guy. Yeah. <laughs> for the, what was it? One season? Uh, two. Two? He's there for two. 94, 95. Made it to the playoffs that last season and got hit so hard. He spent the last half of that game on the sidelines staring at the stars wondering if he was in San Francisco. Right, exactly. He was yeah. not. He was not in San Francisco. No, no he was not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you've been playing Warframe. You've been playing uh, Digging In. Anything else? Or? Um, Destiny 2. I mean, I, I'm back on it for Warframe. Or, uh, Warframe. Warmind. Um, what else have I been doing, man? It's just... I haven't been playing a whole lot. I'm, I'm I'm into the games as a service thing, where it's just I log in every day and have my punch list of stuff I can do. So Go I feel like I've accomplished off. something. Right. Um, 
didn't play the last Uncharted, that kind of spin off with the the two female leads. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Lost, I, Lost Legacy, I think is yeah. what it was called. I um I tried to play through the Uncharted collection because uh, I never really played it uh, on PlayStation Three because I got my PlayStation Three late. Yeah. Uh, in the cycle, uh, and I beat two, started three, and then was kind of like meh. And just didn't. Some it, people love three. I hate three. Yeah, I think I just, it's the worst game in the franchise. The second game is second game was cool. One of my favorite games. I really enjoyed it. Uh, but also, this I'm going back and playing it after I've already played The Last mm-hmm. of Us, and I'm like, well, I'm kind of way more into that than I am uh, Uncharted. Um, so speaking of that, uh, gotta assume we're gonna see a lot of Last of Us two at the uh, at three yeah. this Sony's year. Sony's pretty much said they're tentpole games are going to be the last of us um uh, what's the one that uh the samurai one yeah uh the ghost of tsushima yes that'll and be interesting there was two other ones that they said they were going to pretty spider-man much be spider-man and there's one other so they're tentpole um but yeah that's what we're going to see is those those three speaking of sony horizon zero dawn what'd you think oh I, I i enjoyed it a lot i thought the story was actually really good some people um were just like oh no it's just about running around Taking down the uh, the uh, dinosaurs and you everything. You definitely can. I mean, I'm like, yeah. I mean, that's fun. But I was like, super interested in the story. I didn't do that for the first 20 hours. Oh, you I didn't even touch up. the story for the first 20 <laughs> hours. So by the time I got to the actual story beats, I was so far ahead power level that, yeah. that I just walked through the last half of the you know the game. Yeah, um, I thought I was doing that with God of War a little bit, but me and my roommate were playing it at the same time, mm-hmm. and so it was we got to power through the story because we're going to spoil it for each other. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and that game, that game gives you a lot to do after you're done. So, um, it kind of lends it to, Hey, you can play for another 20, 30 hours if you want after you're done with a story. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's and it's got Sony polish too, man. That game is probably the most beautiful game I've seen in this generation from that, from Sony. Dude, it does a lot of things. It's very, very, very different than, um, all their, the older God of War games. But yeah, because it was pulled out kind of isometric camera and had wonky still camera angles, and yeah. Yeah, it's, um, they, they've they achieved something with that that I think is, you got to think there's a, a whole trilogy coming, maybe more. Like it's, Have you been online to see the PS3 version of that game? No. Yeah, there's early footage of the PS3 version of it, which oh is the God. whole opening of the game, but with a different lighting engine and everything like that. It's pretty crazy to see. Uh, Corey Barlog showed a video of it right as they launched this one, showing you where where it went from there to here. Almost identical, man. That's so. The wild. lighting is so much better, and you know, ob- obviously texture quality is better, but you can see all the components there. That's pretty. That's pretty. That's pretty intense. You got to think that um, I guess with Horizon, it did really well. So you got to think that maybe here, not not this year, obviously, because there's so much coming out. Yeah. But maybe in the next year, we're probably going to start hearing news about. And it's probably it's going to be a it's got to be a launch title for the five. For the five. Yeah. 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 And uh, I'm I don't know what I'm going to do this fall, man. Uh, Spider Man, uh, Red Dead Two, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, I'm really, I, I, I'm, I want to I'm real interested to see how they treat the online with how successful it was GTA, GTA five. five. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's still in the top sales numbers every month, and it's... I want to see what happens to the landscape around Red Dead. Because the first one launched, and the, you know how much Xbox had hyped up Alan Wake? And they launched the same day oh my as God, Red I, Dead. I loved Alan Wake, though. destroyed Alan Wake. I love that game. That, yeah, that, yeah. I, that game I still play phenomenal. it, man. I got it on my X right now, man. Oh, I, you do? I still play it. I love oh, that game. Oh, because it's uh, backwards compatible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
yeah, that game, uh, that was that was something I was kind of, that's one studio that I wish. Remedy? Went to yeah. everything. They uh, are. Oh, they are? P7's going to everything. That's their, their code name for the new title. That's P7. Oh. And they're announcing it at E3 officially on Sony's stage this year. Well, that's that's something. That's interesting. Yeah. I yeah. like that. Um, Al- Alan Wake, I, I really enjoyed. I, from what I saw of... Uh, Quantum Break? Quantum Break, that looked, that looked cool, but I wasn't... It was, exactly it was actually really good. Was like, it? Especially the live action stuff, man. It was actually a lot better. Oh, that's right, because then they did a sort of TV show. Yeah, yeah. I it. mean, and it had the same, you know, actual visual quality of something like Fringe. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it really felt like, you know, a Fox television show as opposed to just kind of an afterthought. That's interesting. I need to, uh, maybe I need to go back and investigate that. I always wanted to play uh, one of the Xbox exclusive. I wanted to play Sunset Overdrive. Fantastic game. But uh, never got around to it. And then those guys are now the ones making Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yep. So I'll get to have fun with that. Yeah, and you, you'll see everything they learned off of uh, Sunset. Yeah, so. and that that game looks stellar. And that's yeah. for that not to be coming to everything is pretty big deal. That's like a big Spider-Man. I mean, come on. Yeah. No, it's Sony, man. They own it. That's so wild. They own it, yeah. And because it's, it's an, an internal studio making it, yeah. you know. Oh, and I, I completely forgot about this because they, they announced just like a teaser trailer for it uh, a little while back. But um, since Avengers Infinity War just happened, you got to assume they're going to, at E3 this year, they're going to be talking about the Avengers game that yeah. Square Enix is working yeah, Square on. Enix, yeah. And uh, the people from uh, that did Tomb Raider, I think. Is um, the ones uh, that, Crystal Dynamics? Yes, they're yeah. the ones heading that up. So that should be... That could be something And it'll cool. hit the system before the Final Fantasy VII remake does. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I yeah. saw I saw some <laughs> weird thing today that said, that we hope it's out by 2023. I was like, what in the... Why? 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 The, Square Enix That's, that's, a, that's the problem I have with Sony conferences is that they just announce these big things that they know are just going to win the day. Yeah. And then you don't see them for, you know... But that's a... that's a To me, that's a Square Enix thing. That's like a... Like, they did that same thing with um, Kingdom Hearts, which yeah. uh, you better be talking about it this year and telling us a release date yeah. or there's no reason and it to better be good too yeah there's gonna be a lot of people with you know torches and pitchforks at their door if not yeah it's uh it's weird how they they kind of operate they're like hey let's announce this thing we're nowhere near being done with it oh yeah yeah especially when you have the director of final fantasy 7 that's supposedly directing the remake say we are I didn't know about this. This is the first I've heard of this <laughs> at the E3 conference when they're interviewing, saying, "So, how far along are you in Final Fantasy VII remake?" It's like I'm making that. Uh, they just announced it on the Sony stage that you were. Oh, uh, I guess yeah. I am. We're we're doing okay. <laughs> we're doing great. Yeah. Oh, I remember. Okay, so we couldn't remember the other tentpole for PlayStation. It's Death Stranding. Death Stranding. That's right. Which is, um, I think that's an odd choice to make it a temp- and they keep releasing stuff for it. I'd mm-hmm. rather them just go away and work on it, and then um, don't, you don't, don't keep making like little videos yeah. for us. Like it's going to be the Twin Peaks of video games, is what that thing is going to be. It's yeah. going to be some <laughs> weird shit. It Can I say that on here? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, right. You could say say whatever uh, right, cuss right. words come to mind. Right. <laughs> I've been trying to reserve myself a little bit. Uh, yeah, no, this is this is not for children. Okay, but. Um, yeah, that game. That game. Uh, it looks very fascinating. I'm yeah. kind of. I'm really yeah. interested to see where that goes. Uh, but I thought it was an odd choice to make that a temple, especially because they just released a bunch of stuff about Days Gone, mm. like gameplay and, and that all thing is, that. That thing is being pushed, pushed out to next year. Yeah. But 
at, you could show it at E3 this year and be like, this is when we're releasing it next year. It's too close to uh, Last, to of, Last us. of Us. Yeah. It's the I Last of Us with the motorcycles is what everyone called yeah, it when they I saw get, it. I get that, but from all the stuff I've watched, I'm trying not to watch that first hour gameplay because I don't want any story stuff ruined. No, no, no. But I've, I've watched some of the, the, the directors and stuff talking about it. And it's more of like a survival game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's going to be way different than. Oh, it's Last expansive. Of Us. It's like the Pacific Northwest, I think, is where it takes place. Yeah, and they're uh, like, you can be riding your motorcycle. One of these, uh, I think they're called them rival freak, freakers. Yeah, freakers, yeah. And uh, the rival gangs can also set traps for you too. And fuck up your bike, and now you can't use your bike, and now uh-huh. you have to go find stuff to fix your bike. It's like how the uh, that's yeah. that's wild. You got to make sure you have enough gas for your bike. Like, all these kind of things, I was like, that's way more interesting than what originally it sounded like. Yeah, yeah. And those those hordes of uh, zombies look pretty crazy. Like, that could get pretty hairy. Yeah, they're procedural, I think, is what they're saying. So they're unpredictable in how they act because it's not scripted at all. Right, so you can be walking through the woods hunting, Mm -hmm. and then, uh, oh, there's a freaker, you accidentally alert him, and then there's a whole bunch of Yeah, when they show that giant mill in the original gameplay, that was some intense stuff, man. Yeah, that's, uh, I think that game's going to be really cool, and I think that people are giving it too hard of a time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, oh, we're zombie fatigued. I'm like, yeah, but this seems different. Like, I don't remember a game where your giant hordes of zombies are chasing after you, and you gotta, and they're fast. Yeah. Fast Zombies, where do you stand on that? Oh, I'm for them. Yeah? Yeah, 28 Days Later was like, that was like, that was right when I really started getting into horror movies, yeah. and 28 Days Later was like right up there, and Danny Boyle. And, and the Dawn job. of the Dead, too, the, uh, the Zack Snyder remake of the George Romero one, too. Oh, he introduced yeah. Running Zombies in that, too. That's right. He th- introduced Thinking Zombies, I believe. Thinking Zombies, yeah. too, yeah, yeah. Which I don't know. Yeah. I, don't know. I, don't know. I like the thinking zombies. I'm the right, uh, Return of the Living Dead is my favorite horror movie. So oh, well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else? What 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 else you got? What what else you got for me here? You know, I'm running out of things to say. Me Believe too. It or not. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think uh, like like you were talking earlier with Microsoft and their infrastructure is amazing. If, yeah. if Sony had their infrastructure and Microsoft had Sony's first party party games. No contest, man. It'd be the best console ever, but at the moment. And that's that's the thing, though, too, is um, when people are like, "Well, the Xbox is better." I'm like, "In what? Like, I get in the in the yeah in the processing power, and I get that. But if there's nothing to play, that's like, you know, I I, I get the, the the ones that are released for everything. You'll mm-hmm. get those. Yeah. But when if I if I didn't own a console and I'm sitting here looking at all the games that are coming out for PlayStation, yeah, I would buy a PlayStation. Yeah. You know, I I I I sort of don't understand the argument of, um, well, I'm buying an Xbox. I'm like, oh, you better they better announce something before you do yeah. that. You know, like well, well, some people are loyalists, though, man. I mean, yeah. some people will play the third party titles more than they would play something like The Last of Us. Yeah, and I I guess I was an Xbox guy. Yeah, then. Yeah. When I purchased my friend's PlayStation 3, that's when it I switched. changed for me. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a big thing. I, I was a dual. I always had both. Yeah. So I always played all my third-party games on Xbox and first-party titles only. And like a first-party, a third-party title never touched my PlayStation. Yeah. Besides, uh, what's it called? Dead Space. That's about the only thing I ever played on oh, PlayStation. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I still have a 360, but I yeah. don't touch it. 
really. I don't touch it anymore. We we, we have the uh, the first Master Chief version, the green one. Oh yeah. Um, we got that thing, and then we don't just collecting dust in Marshall's basement right now. Yeah, I have um, I have a bunch of cool games for it because I remember right after I found it, mm-hmm. I found a Xbox 360 just sitting out, and I checked to see if it worked. It had Gears of uh, War three in it. And it worked, and I was like, well, I'm keeping this. Uh, like, somebody threw it out. That's hilarious. And I just picked it up and brought it in. It worked. And then I went to GameStop, and I realized that 360 games were like $2. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, shit. Well, I'm going to pick up Red Dead, and I'm going to pick up, you know, I'm going to pick up all Especially these old ones. Especially now that they've enhanced that, too, for the Xbox. So yeah. now it's 4K on Xbox. That is, yeah. I would. I don't think I can revisit that entire game and, Never then, beat it. and then get I made it to Mexico. One. And then I fell off. I think I, I think I beat it. I know I beat the zombie one. The, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The undead nightmare. That yeah. was a, that was a. And I think a lot of people fell off in Mexico. I think that was the one that Mexico part really drug out and took away from the core story, taking you so far away from that core story. Getting to Mexico is an amazing moment. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah. Going there is incredible. But yeah, I'm excited for that game. Uh, anything, anything that's coming up that you're that you're really excited for. You know, honestly, there, there's not a whole lot that I've seen that I just absolutely have to have. Oh, I just, and I just completely forgot about this. CD Projekt Red said that they're going to be showing RPG. Oh, yeah, 2077. So it's it's got to be 2077. 2077. So, yeah, so, it has to be, yeah. Um, I mean, we're not probably not going to see that for a couple of years, but yeah. uh, that's I mean, something. The same thing, I think, with Last of Us 2. We're not going to see it this generation. There's no way it's going to be four. I can't see it. You don't. Uh, no. Well, it's got to be. You got to think it's going to be at least a couple more years until we get a new, a new. Twenty twenty, I think, at the the latest. Yeah. So, I mean, the mid generation console it could, refresh it could, is. They could do what they did with the with uh, the first one. Skip generation. It's it yeah. was on the, the overlap on the end, and then they enhanced it for the next one up. Yeah. Um, which uh, you know, I'd be cool because I'm any more Last of Us, I'm. The Last of Us is is my favorite game of last generation. Oh, yeah, Yeah. for sure. Um, I've never, I don't think I've ever gotten emotional in a game before. I I finished it as we were getting ready to go into labor with my son. Oh, Jesus. So, (laughs) you know, having that whole thing, you know, questioning what would I do to save my child, you know, I would do the same thing. That means you have to play God of War. Oh, yeah? Yes, you have to because it's very father-son relationship. Yeah, I I knew that part of it, but... Yeah, it's... it's, um, it it, uh, it it can hit people in some in some yeah. in some places for sure. Yeah, the wife and I actually had that conversation the other day about The Last of Us. If I made the right decision to at the end of that game, would you really do it, knowing that you had the savior of the world here or your own personal? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I had that conversation oh, with my wife. She's like, "Wow, I didn't realize that's what that was about." Yeah, yeah. And then the whole thing at the end is you can kind of tell that she knows he's lying. Yeah. Yeah. And that's now this we... This amazing ending. Yeah. And now we don't know what uh, what's going on from there because the last thing they released was this weird, some other characters, like we're not sure who they are, um, super graphic. They're, they're, they're thinking it's that portion is a prequel to The Last of Us. Oh. That's okay, that be makes sense. That's Ellie's mother on another island. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting. That's an interesting thought. I didn't think about that. Yeah. That could be cool. So, hmm. yep, I'm excited to see where they go. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm a sucker for story based. Like I said, Wolfenstein Two was my favorite game last I year. I haven't got to the DLC. Uh, I have not either. 
I have it all on my Xbox at home. I just haven't touched it yet. I, I just played for like 40 hours straight of that game, and I kept going back and replaying stuff to find things. Yeah. And by the time the DLC came out, I was like, I'm so so burnt out right now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that 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 um, story of that game is like, yeah, the gameplay is, is fine, uh, but it's just the story. Oh, like, yeah. I was just trying to beat levels just to get to the next cutscene. Like. Come on, the, 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 the <laughs> topless pregnant scene with oh, the, the grenades? <laughs> yes, the grenades <laughs> and, yeah. the, and the machine yeah. guns. <laughs> yeah, I... Uh, I I love that game, uh, and uh, they're gonna be making another one. It's gonna be a while until we get it, but um, it's a trilogy. So and you can kind of see uh, Deadpool's influence on how things were breaking the fourth wall, and the kind of comedy and the over the topness of uh, Wolfenstein is definitely there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, well, man, it was a pleasure having you on, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, I'm definitely gonna have you back. I'm, I'm planning on doing like a big E3 episode where. After we know everything Everything's about that, yeah, yeah, we kind of have a sit down. It'll be a longer episode. Have a sit down with a few people, and we all kind of go around and. I'm taking that thoughts. day off work, by the way. You're taking the off. Yeah, E3? yeah, <laughs> I do. I do every year. I take the E3 announcement day off, and I usually will do the Microsoft conference in the morning, and then I have tickets to go see the PlayStation conference in theaters. You know? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, yeah, that'll yeah. be great. Uh, I think uh, Thomas may be organizing something over at Tapcade to really do a showing in the theater uh, for some great. of the conference. So, uh, but yeah, man, it's a pleasure having you on, awesome, and man. Uh, definitely have you on again soon. Cool, thanks, man. See you next time.